I'm still watching Time Dot Is. It's, it's good TV. Yeah. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. Ali's watching the seconds tick away and she's enjoying it more than talking to us, which is fair. Yeah. With strong me opener today. this week, I think. Oh, sorry, Ben, <laughs> yeah, well, continue. Uh, no, no, you're a, you're a strong opener. Oh, cheers, buddy. I'm getting all the compliments today. <laughs> Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. We're strong openers. With me today are four grand heroes. It's nice to it's nice to say four again, isn't it? Hmm. Or among them are Gwyn. Indeed, I am. That, that's all. <laughs> That was your local we, radio station opener. <laughs> we're not just confirming that we are among. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, I they... Gwyn plays Percival Cleft, the divine oh. interloper, and also there is Stuart. Yep, I'm also here. Stuart plays Tristan T. Wild. Nice. The T stands for the Shadow Dancer. Ooh, also mm. bad. Barely. The T stands Ooh. for Theodolite. <laughs> Tristan Theodolite Wild Troubadour <laughs> Always hoped he'd be a, a chartered surveyor but, uh, <laughs> Life had other things in plan in, in store for him Also with us is Ali <coughs> Ali plays Daddy Ghost Pig And is also famous as Enigma For certain values of famous Whatever. Last and latest to the party Is Pete Hey. <laughs> Pete plays the Juris of the Kingdom of Sukavalon that folk know as Adam Eagle Ank. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon, and you can find me at Glenatron on Twitter. You can purchase the soundtrack from the entire season and the last one at crudelyformedchords.bandcamp.com. And there's also Sweet Sweet merch to be found on Redbubble and you can always join us on our Discord um, if you want to discover what idiots we are yeah. to talk to. Uh, there's a link on our Twitter at Crudest Swords. Tell them that we play games on Twitch now. Oh yeah, we also do some games on Twitch depending on how much we have to cut out of this episode, you may well get a full promo for that at the end because it's a great way of bulking out. Those promos <laughs> have been so bad. They really Look, have. I'm just working with what you gave me. I'm doing the best I, like I can with the material I have. Gwyn speaks clearly with his professional mic, and then I'm like, I did a lot of post-processing to make that sound mm. better as well. Wow. That is also the Twitch experience that they're going to get. So, uh, you know. So, when last we saw our heroes, what had happened? Who has a good recollection? In the last episode of Crudely Drawn Swords, we had a long conversation with uh, Ivana Sarista, uh, in which we had explored the, the very sort of nature of the divine beings and the goddesses that we'd followed. And it turns out that they were just some chumps that were trying to complete a mission. Um, and then after that, somehow they ascended to the divine plane. So we had an idea that we were going to try to... Um, perform some sort of ritual with the aid of uh, Ivana Sarista to, in effect, um, try to resurrect her from within the land of the dead. Uh, and in doing so, try to boot her out into her own timeline and then sort of jockey along with her 
um, so that we can start messing around with stuff in the past and set something up to save our own timeline and the day. Have you been taking notes? Yeah, I, that is much better than my notes for that session. We also met Adam Eagerlank, to be fair. Pretty big deal. <laughs> that was the session before, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I don't before. know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I thought the same session, but the episode mm-hmm. before. Yeah, thank Just you. Thank you, Accuracy Alison. is important. It does matter. That is a great pressy. So, where do we want to pick up? Do we want to begin in this kind of powerful ritual that we're doing? So, let's pick up then, maybe with that right. Okay. So, I will gather everybody um, everybody together then. Um, and I'll say, uh, Ayana, are you willing to, um, to be part of it, that right that we mentioned? Of course. What? Well, the right that we're planning on performing... Um, it, it doesn't sort of sit easy with uh, with this realm. It wouldn't, and it wouldn't normally be performed within within this realm. So we've had to adapt it a bit. Uh, and in doing so, then we've got to have half an eye on uh, what's valuable here. So this is what we. Th- it's apparent to us that what is valuable in the the land of the dead um, are memories, uh, and that is the the currency that uh, that is traded. So, what we are planning on doing is trying to reconnect you uh, in some way to the time that you came from and when you passed. The, those memories might still be in, in your mind, you, you might trade them away, I imagine things are slipping away, but here's what we will do, um, and that is kind of try to invert the process. Um, so, rather than try to take one of your memories to power, to power this right, we will provide you with new memories. Um, and as it happens, Tristan here has written an entire song. Flourish Bow, of course. That has recorded your endeavours um, and recorded how you have been sort of thought of since your passing. So we will use that to attempt to inject a little of that sort of inverted power sort of back in sort of through you. And as we do that, we will perform a, a, a traditional sort of resurrection rite, uh, if you like. But it's kind of flipped on its head, if you see what I mean, because we're, we're providing you with that rather than taking anything away. She kind of nods and says, that's very clever. It seems there's every chance it could work. So in a, in a normal resurrection rite, then uh, we would have you... Um, laid out, and then we'd uh, arrange symbols of well, what we would uh, sort of consider sort of divine sort of powers. Um, though you may sort of recognise as tokens that might once have symbolised your your friends that brought about the tide of light. Um, so we will go about doing that as normal, um, and then during that, then uh, we'll call on on Tristan to uh, to sing the song uh, and sort of craft that. Uh, and manipulate it so that it uh, it powers the very core of this right. Brilliant. What do you need from me? Just lie down by there. I got this, Percy. I'm going to start kicking all the furniture out into the corners of the room. So I'm just <laughs> throwing it out. And I'm going, right. This is like a reverse trashing hawk, so we need a big clear space. Clear everything except for a table in the middle of the room. Roll up the rug. And then while Alana thinks she's standing on that table, I'm going to stand on the table. And um, I'm going to start calling my um, crystal knifey energy for me, but I'm thinking of music and it's going to form a solid crystally guitar 
with sort of humming light strings. <gasps> a theremin. Yeah, yeah, effectively, but with strings. So okay, so like that—that's pretty wild. A kind of mystery theremin. I, yeah, I like but... a lot like a guitar so i'm just kind of bringing the bardic back in you know the, the strings are like you know strings of light and energy oh, and yeah. that's how they would work that do you not true, remember yeah. like tomorrow's world right, would always have right. someone guy on it going hoo, 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 and these bits going, of this lights. is the instrument of tomorrow <laughs> you'll <laughs> never tomorrow. see any other instrument but this one <laughs> and now it's just bill bailey that plays them yeah. I mean, I reckon if they could take back what they said about it, they'd be like, we're pretty embarrassed. This was just terrible. It was just the worst <laughs> instrument idea ever. I actually think the ceremony is due a comeback. Oh, well, we're seeing it happen. Now's the time. Right now. So effectively, we've kind of slightly trashed our room, put a table in the middle. I'm going to stand yeah. and I'm going to get one of our little poofy chair things. So I'm on the table, one leg up on the poof, the other one's on the table. <laughs> And I'm yeah. this crisp, and the guitar's kind of, it looks a little bit like the consumer, where it's kind of like stars whirling within the, the green body. The only thing is, because you've summoned it from this like crystal thing, mm-hmm. it actually it takes this crystalline form. So the shape of it is more like one of those BC rich metal guitars. With like loads of spikes and shape, like, oh, like the no. kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, They look clear. like Mr. Sneeze, but in guitar form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, very uh... like Mr. Sneeze with no arms, basically, and I turn him upside down and start playing. <laughs> no, he's playing himself. And his legs oh, are like yeah. the neck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I always think of the legs of the neck. Oh no, his arms are the strap going round my oh, neck. Okay. <laughs> and his mouth, and he's just got these terrified, big, bulging eyes because he doesn't know what's happening. His mouth is open and it's just being slammed. His red nose is the picker. Yeah. And I just rip it off and, oh, I was thinking of the pick, and I just rip his nose off and start strumming. So I'm going to start lightly to sort of get back in the feel because I've not used my guitar yeah. for a while. It's got a big, bulbous mm. nose. That is not a pick. It is after you rip it off and then snap it into little bits and then just pick one bit up. Bit you up. could pick his nose. That's how it goes. So I'm going to stand on the table and just start just playing. It just comes out of nowhere. Alana Sarista, we knew your sister. <laughs> you got her but back. Now I, I, did, I didn't have a sister. <laughs> like I may have oversold this song. <laughs> <laughs> I start singing about, you know, how much she really liked running in the fields and like like <laughs> jumping over cows and things and you can see that she's thinking none of this stuff happened you know <laughs> like the tale when she climbed with two daggers she climbed up the tower to rescue her wife and and I've just kind of ad-libbed that bit but I'm yeah, just making yeah. up shit about her life. <laughs> when she lifted the ship the ship was crushing the village and she just bunched her muscles and lifted this galleon above her head and threw it off the mountain, crushing a horde of giants. <laughs> and they all start like, seeping in. She's like, oh, yeah, I did do that, didn't I? She was very gallant. Yeah, and like that time she had an extra arm and she had to cut her arm off because she was becoming a multi-armed statue and turning to stone. <laughs> And all of this she remembers as truth. She looks very sceptical. And then and then she starts to get into it. And she says, I suppose 
We have stories no more outrageous. Perhaps this is how I'm remembered. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm afraid it is. A lot of people remember this now. These are the memories that surround me. Yeah. This song was actually number one in our show for <laughs> several weeks running. So, uh, we, we did a whole concert up there. <laughs> so you find the room starting to fade. You see the ash swirl and the walls turn to darkness. And then you are seeing almost like you're looking down on it. You're seeing this clearing in pine woods. The clearing is kind of grassy, quite clear. There are a few fallen trees. There's a group of people kind of standing at one side. And then in the centre are two people and the body of Ilana Sarista. And you see this tableau. She's kind of looking over with you. She gets onto her knees and she's looking at it. She says, that's, that's me. And you can see that one of the people who stood by her is a uh, pale man in grey furs. And the other is a fine-built, slimmer woman with dark hair and kind of red-brown skin who's looking down and there are tears on her face. And the man pulls this arrow out of Ilana Sarista's neck and he's saying something and you see the woman fall to her knees and you have this window. I think, Ilana, it's it's time to get you back in there. We would normally perform this rite with a body that we were trying to bring back to life. Um, so this is the point that we need to... we need to confirm the rite. Um, so, Tristan, you've manifested that dagger. Yep. If you're still willing... Have a lay down. We need to to finish up this realm and send you back there. Okay, I'll drive the dagger into her heart, uh, taking Percy's cue. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "What? <laughs> oh shit!" <laughs> she just bursts into dust. Yes, got more dust. And then the scene around you starts to turn into dust as well. The grey realms evaporate around you and vanish away and you are in the forest and you see Ilana Sarista suddenly shudder and take a deep breath and the woman who was staring down at her grasps at her shoulders and then pulls her into an embrace and you hear the man giving a chant of healing magic and he's saying it's a miracle it's a miracle we've been blessed and you are there in that place but there is one thing which is a little strange because from the dust and manifestation, you see Enigma is suddenly stood in the clearing and Adam is stood beside her and they both look the same. And Tristan and Percy, you can see them. And Adam and Enigma, you can see Percy and Tristan, but they look very transparent and kind of spectral. There's a pale green glow around them. They don't look the same as each other, you mean? Tristan and Percy look a little bit transparent. They look normal, but they look more spectral. They look like ghosts. And when you say Enigma and Adam look the same, they look the same as each other? Yeah, that was my question. Have they got the same face? No, they look the same as they looked in the ro- oh, right, okay. of the oh. dead. That's like they've both got the same face. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, no, that would be weird. It's going to be a weird face blindness <laughs> thing where you can't tell everyone apart. They look completely solid. Solid. 
And as you appear, you see the group of people who are stood slightly to one side, slightly back, immediately all draw crossbows and bows and spears and point them at you and start moving forward to surround you, Adam and Enigma. What do you do? I will get my bow out. Yep. Stick an arrow in it. Yep. Just so it's a bit of a standoff. Where are you pointing at? At that group. Okay, so just at the group in general as they approach. Yeah. What are you doing, Adam? Uh, We just stood in the middle of a clearing. This is in a clearing, yeah. So in the centre of the clearing is Ilana Sarista waking up and two other people. On the other side is this group of armed people and you've just manifested essentially the other side of them. And so this armed group are now closing on you. Uh, I'll, I'll say something to Enigma like, uh, temporal consequences, like, let's not do anything we, not any, do anything we can't take back. Timey wimey. And make for the trees. <laughs> oh shit, no I can't. Okay, so you're going to make for the trees? I can't. You can? I can't. Oh, you can't? Why not? My oath prevents me from leaving Enigma. <laughs> Your oath prevents you going to trees? I can't leave a comrade in the field. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I, <thought, Sorry. laughs> I thought it was a branch of druidism. So I'll just say, I'll say that to Enigma um, though. I'll say like temporal consequences. Let's not do anything that we can't take back. So they form up the other side. All right. Can I shout to them sort of, Lay down your weapons, we mean no harm! And just kind of back away a little bit as well. Yeah, and one of them yells, What are you doing here, beasts of chaos? Why are you here in our... This time? Get away from us. That's fine. We'll, we'll leave. We'll, we'll leave. We're here to fix things. Probably. And then you hear a call from behind them. You hear Ilana Sarista shout, No, they're friends. These are friends. We are. Chaosy friends. <laughs> Shh. Okay. They immediately kind of stand down and stop advancing on you. And you see she's standing. She looks a bit shaky, but she is standing. And then she just walks slowly, kind of leaning on the woman with her, who you assume is Merope. See And she walks forward and she says, where are the other two? We'll uh, walk over. We're just by here. Thank you. Uh, uh, is everything okay? Oh my god! This is my worst nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of looks around a moment and then kind of really squints. Oh, piss. And she says, Ah, oh, oh, why aren't you like them? Can I try and push someone over, like one of the guards? Yeah, of course. Mm. Okay, I'm going to try and push one of the guards over. They don't seem to notice at all. I knew it. I'm going to try and push uh, Tristan over. You also don't touch him. Your hand goes through him. (laughs) I'm going to try and push Tristan over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can can totally push him. Oh, man. I just fall right over. Oh, Percy. I'm already low as it is. Why are you picking on me today? Everyone else has been just giving me compliments. <laughs> You're so transparent, Tristan. Oh no, I always have been. This is, I was worried you guys were going to find out. Um, Ilana, can you can you see us? Just if if I line you up against something dark. Hang on, Merope. I have four friends here. You can see two. Hi. Can you feel the other? Hi. 
I'll put my hand in Merope's face, wriggling it around. Yeah. She waves her hand slightly and moves your hand aside using the harmony of the world, Tristan. What? Whoa. Ooh, I need to talk to her later. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Can I... I want to try using the harmony to push back. Kind of like almost a, a ghostly hand touching, actually. Okay. Let's see if roll, I can... Roll Musica Mundi. The slowest yeah. high five. Yeah, just kind of like a, a creepy high five. Yeah. A slow touch high five. When it meets power wow. chord. Yes. <laughs> what did I roll? Yes. Oh! So, what are you aiming to do? So, as she moves my sort of moves my hand back, I want to kind yeah. of just apply it, just kind of like slowly, just meet so our hands kind of slowly touch and then apply pressure so that she kind of realizes that. Yeah. I'm also, and I kind of want to convey the message of like, I can do this too. You need to teach me, and we can do that on a ten. <laughs> and she looks at. Uh... Alana for a moment. It's clearly a respect. This is clearly a thing of respect, yeah, by the way. Yeah, no, she looks at Alana for a moment and she says, I thought we knew all the Sky Singers, but you have one with you. Where did you find this? <laughs> I turn and give I give Tristan um. an eyebrow. <laughs> <gasps> I'll give him a big, like, oh my God, I'm so excited, grin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that means you're not the only one. You're not special. That's fine. I'm more than special. I'm part of a family. says <laughs> <laughs> Things have got rather complicated. <laughs> and, well, suffice it to say, I don't really know what's going on. I think there's some complicated problems to do with the land of the dead. And I'm all right right now. Let's get to safety and then we can talk about it. Are there two uh, Kalanoias here? Alana Sarista is wearing the sword Kalanoia. There is something about Percy. Like, he still has the ephemeral sword, but it seems even more diminished here. Sorry, I just got excited and thought, oh my god, I wonder. Yeah. It has a kind of quasi existence. Interesting. It's a good question. Um, so, Percy, hmm. how do you feel about being a ghost right now? I think it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. That's, I mean, we can still interact with the world, but that I think that, that sort of makes, makes sense to Percy. I mean, we were projecting ourselves into the land of the dead, and we are now projecting ourselves from there into another place, um, yes. rather than sort of stepping there, there fully. So, I like... I think just logically, I'm I'm comfortable enough with it to imagine that that it might just yeah. this might be as much as we're going to get. Um, other than I'm a bit confused by why Enigma and Adam Eglank yeah. um, are able to just sort of step into other realms uh, unhindered, um, but that's just more some more curiosity in the back of my mind. Yeah, I because you've interacted with ghosts and spirits. Hmm you would know that those can be a projection from the lands of the dead. Hmm. So... So that kind of makes sense. Yeah, things that you can do here are also probably the kinds of things a ghost can do. 
as well as whatever you can do that doesn't require, for example, physical strength is not going to be hugely useful right now. But you can mm -hmm. take your head off and leave it in places as a joke. Yeah. And that's what goes mm. <laughs> I'm going to try and pull Percy's head off. <laughs> oh, oh, slapstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it, to you, he seems just like a person. I mean, that makes it easier, if anything. <laughs> God damn it, hold still, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop touching me. Stop touching my face. <laughs> At this conversation in series two. I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I've had it a lot. This is all new to Adam. Yeah. But look, you can pretend you're punching Stu and nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tristan. Um, oh, Tristan, yeah. No, again, we can hurt each other. So, around this point, a flight of arrows comes skittering into the clearing. I think they're called a flock. The armed group around Alana and Merope put up their shields, get into a defensive position, and you see kind of skittering between the trees, these camouflaged humanoid shapes. They're long-fingered and slimy-skinned. They definitely look newt-like or amphibious. Mm. And they totally skink. And they are coming into this clearing with bows and with spears. What what are you doing? Because you're kind of in this room. Enigma. Yeah, they're kind of like weird amphibian people apparently attacking. I'm going to shoot them. Okay, that's that's a not a bad idea. Are you using your great bow? I'm using my excellent bow. Well, <laughs> the best of bows. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Give me a volley roll. And let's see how that works out. Bam! A successful hit. You have a clear shot. Deal your damage. So what's your damage? Uh, it's a D8. I was about to click it, but then everything changed. And damage. Boom. Well, I used the wrong kind of uh, arrow. So you send the arrow straight through one, and then it pins another to a tree. Is it like through the webbing it. in their fingers? Their webs, like... That. Well, the front one, yeah, the front one, it goes straight through its head. Excellent. And the one behind it catches the webbings of its <laughs> finger. So, yeah, it's quite a brutal shot. I bet that's really horrible, like a really nasty paper cut. I'm going to shout out, good work, magic bow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. Jealousy. I mean, you aren't even corporeal right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm just dancing in front of you, trying to distract you. Oh, what are you going to do now? Oh, with your special bow. You think you're so fancy. I had a bow for three fucking seasons. And now you get a magic one. I'm just going to go like that and you'll just turn into smoke. It just goes through my head and into their head. You use me as a target. I'd like to line up. I'm your sights now. Yeah, so these, these things are sneaking through the woods there. They're approaching reasonably briskly. And you realise they're coming from the sides of the clearing as well. What are you doing, Adam? I'll say to my friends, uh, remember, this is the Broken Age. These are these are creatures of chaos. Who isn't? Uh, and I throw back the side of my long coat. And I pull... Adam <gasps> pulls out a sort of wand, but it has a kind of curved handle and a sort of drum underneath the bottom of it. And it's made of metal. 
It's a walking stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it might be a dildo. I was a little bit concerned. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he whispers something to it. Uh, and then he kind of... Uh, he's you. sort of tracking the uh, the tree line until one of them makes a makes a move. Okay. The enemy. <laughs> Just to clarify that. <laughs> I, I see you've encountered my DM's dog before. <laughs> So as they break into the clearing, what do you do? What happens? Uh, he whispers, this is my oath, hear my vow, and then shoot one of them. Okay, cool. And so is that a volley roll? Uh, or does the oath... Sorry, I just uh, pressed the thing. I thought of... Is it insight or...? It is insight, isn't it? You have a clear shot. But uh, yeah, on the... The playbook, it's not quite clear that, but anyway. So I sort of transposed volley to it, but I hope that's okay. Yeah, cool. Go with it. Go, so go roll with insight. Ooh, solid. Boom. It's a 10. Nice. You have a clear shot, deal your damage. Uh, so this is plus one. Okay. So does that ignore armor? Uh, I think so. I think so too. I hope Firearm. so. Firearm. Yeah, near ignores armor, loud, and reload. Yeah, so there is this absolutely thunderous bang. And one of the creatures flies backwards, bursting into flame. Cool. As uh, Adam's weapon speaks. Wait, another person who sets a light to the baddies. No, sure, Tristan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Tristan, you're a ghost. Yeah, I'm also wide-eyed, draw agape, staring at what Adam's just done, going, what the hell is that thing? I'm like, fuck the magic bow. What is that? <laughs> um, so I'm in ghost form, but I I feel like as I see a couple of them pop out from the trees and raise their, their bows and loose, yeah. I'm going to try and dock to strange it because I'm going to see if I can affect things. So I'm going to oh, try and that'd be badass. put like a shield around us. Okay, I'm gonna go, that's <laughs> It might work, it might not. I mean... Yeah, I was thinking something yeah. similar. Yeah. We know what's coming. You don't have shield powers, Percy. We'll I see about that. Really oh, does. no, you will. Uh, I'm going to use my... Yeah, I'm going to try and use the rhythm of the world. I feel like I've been boosted yeah. from that contact with the lady. I feel oh, like you're more useful than I am as a ghost. <laughs> give, give us that uh, give us that role then for Musica Monday. Let's see how that works. I think we know how it works. That's not terrible. An eight, an intermediate success. So choose yeah. one. There is a backlash that resonates through you. Ooh. Um, yeah. Your exploration reveals an unwelcome truth, or you <gasps> draw unwelcome attention. Oh, they're all good. Can I choose two? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I mean, unwelcome attention. Eh, I'll do the unwelcome, the unpleasant truth. As these arrows fly, you you reach out through the harmony, and you kind of send this pulse out that flings arrows and spears aside. And you feel it carve echo through the trees. And at the very edge of your perception, where it's starting to dissipate, it feels like it brushes against something huge that's moving. Percy, 
as the uh, defenders begin to engage with these uh, frog people that kind of seem able to spring, or they're more new people really, they've got tails, that seem able to spring into the air and leap over and attack from above and kind of shimmy up the trees and dive off branches at them. Mm. Um, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to see, like, how limited am I in, in this form? I'm going to take a moment to see whether, like, my like form as a person is, like, set or whether I can sort of manifest as something slightly different. Um, I almost want to see if I can uh, go and sort of sit around Alana Sarista almost as, like, a sort of spiritual armour, so sort of okay, yeah. go into a sort of more wispy sort of form. That is pretty rad. Um, <laughs> so I was looking at your moves. I was like, oh, you could do a circle of protection. And then I'm like, that would keep you out. Do <laughs> 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 you now an extra planar entity? Yeah, I was thinking, but like, how does would... that work? Is it extra planar compared to me or just the world? Yeah. It's probably the world. Because I was initially thinking, oh, I could do a circle of protection and then just basically put up a wall around this little cleaving so however many of them are in are stuck um, and the others are just kind of banging on it um, but I'm, I'm just not sure it would work um, yeah so so some of your some of your moves that you have are going to um, are definitely going to be harder to implement but yeah I think hmm. we can do this as defend okay I'm happy for you to roll defend here so when you stand in defense of a person, hold one. So long as you stand in defense, you may spend hold to halve the attack's effect or damage. Open the attacker up to an ally or deal damage to an attacker equal to your level. And what I think happens is that for some reason she is being targeted again with this hail of arrows. And although you're not able to fully manifest, it's like the defensive power of your will is so strong that you are able to reach into the physical world. Your, your nature and the way you would defend someone if, as if you were physically here, it seems that some of that defense needs you only to be spiritually here. Okay. And so you have these arrows coming in. Yeah, so I, I almost want to sort of try and manifest into like a sort of swirling mist uh, around her. That okay, cool, yeah. So that that does enough to sort of deflect slightly, like the the path yeah. of the arrow as it's coming in. Yeah, and so you're able to do that. And the other effect of this is that they start to. She becomes harder to target because now there's a patch of mist, hmm. and you can hear orders being given. You hear one of the defenders shouting, fall back to that space. There's like a gap at one side of the clearing where it kind of rises up a little. Mm -hmm. And there's almost like a wide bank of some kind. People are falling back that way. Percy is creating a mist. Adam's thunderous vow has created, thunderous vow. Has created a certain wariness. And Tristan is shielding. And as they fall back, you have several archers who are kind of forming a defensive line to keep the uh, amphibious humanoids back. And Enigma, you're kind of with them as they fall back. And you have Sorrow with you. I forgot I have Sorrow with me. Sorry, Sorrow. That's okay! 
You're my favourite enigma. What an excellent and brave person you are. Oh, thanks, sorry. We, sh we should have our own spin-off series. We sure should. But no one's fond of Corvid these days. An enigma of constant sorrow. Yeah, so... I'm bantering. I'm bantering with my magpie. That is what I'm doing. <laughs> no, not just that. As we fall back and uh, um, send sorrow off to kind of stab the eyeballs out of these creatures, they're probably tastier eyeballs. Um, is sorrow solid? Sorrow does seem to be solid, as are you. Excellent. There's no sign at all of Daddy Ghost Pig. Right. Um, okay. Um, so they're coming towards us. So I think um, Sorrow should be creating a distraction and aiming for eyeballs. Okay. And um, I'm going to shoot at something as we go, as we go. So pretty much like trying to cut like cover fire. Yeah. So Enigma's carve. Yeah, covering fire. All right. So I think we could roll this either as I could roll this as defend. Defend. And where would I find that to roll? That is on your moves list, near the top. Oh, I see it, yeah. I was looking right there and didn't <laughs> see it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, it's not mark ideal. experience. I haven't done that in a while. Adam, do you want to help Enigma? I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm going to kind of like push uh, Merope towards the, the spot they said we're going to fall back. Yeah, and she's hanging back with... Alana, so if you're holding there, that's fine. It's just, if you wanted to help, that might break a hard failure. Um, hard Or failure. if anyone else has a good way of helping. And let's remember, it would still, still be a partial success, and so somehow one of those arrows is going through your eyeball. <laughs> that's, that's the downside <laughs> of helping. The upside, something happens. What are we helping to do? Help me shoot skinks. Enigma's just covering the retreat a bit. I think okay. it's the only other is the only person with a physical presence. I need to make sure that Merope's okay. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like anyone anyone has a big idea. So let's let's so that's fine. I just hope no one was looking. Enigma, you hold them off. Like the other archers keep holding them back, but you're doing more than anyone to hold them off. It's just like your arrows darken the air in this clearing. The rushing through. I want to fling them aside, every single one, so none of them <laughs> land. Yeah, and so Trist Tristan's trying to nudge them, so they. Uh, That's why they're not don't... hitting. The musical notes are pushing them aside. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I'll try and, that, and guide them. And he's so busy. He's so busy doing that that he doesn't m notice the arrow that comes in and catches you. So roll a d6. He starts oh, to it's win-win for me. <laughs> this is amazing. Actually, if anything, I guided that arrow home a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma can see you. Yeah, but she's distracted. She's aiming down the bow. And every time I see her get ready to fire, I do a little bit of a nudge. <laughs> I'm just standing there nudging the bow with my elbow. They're <laughs> just like, you're like doing the uh, classic Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he clipped me. This arrow comes scratching across your armour and just skitters past. Fuck you! You're welcome. <laughs> I actually nudged it off target. I was tricking you. Just you wait till you're corporeal! 
and as you back up this kind of on, onto this kind of ramp of uh, this natural bank or ramp, the man who was helping Alana Sarista previously uh, in the grey furs, as you step back, he dashes forward and he like puts his hands on the ground and then he just lifts them up <clears throat> and a wall of perfect stone rises out <clears throat> of the ground behind you. Show off. And he kind of swings them out to the side and you see this wall grow around the side of this area as well for about 10 or 20 metres. And then he turns and he says, cover this area or make for safety. What do you think? And there's a moment of kind of discussion among the leaders. You're right by them, Adam. What do you say? Uh, I'm sticking close to Merope, but I'm looking for Percy and I'm trying to get Percy's attention to, to be like, what's the move here? Okay, I'm, okay. I'm whizzing around. I'm whizzing around a... Um, Ayana Sarista. No, I don't think we've got a lot of time, so we need yeah. to like. This, this is all on you, Ank. Safety. <laughs> <laughs> Fight them. Don't listen to him. He's wrong. <laughs> that the him he means is Percy. So listen to Tristan is what he means. Trust your heart. One ghost can only speak the Help truth. Help us! We're dying. One ghost can only lie. Is there um? Is there a clear leader to the people that are attacking? It's accurate. You haven't seen one yet. Okay, I'm going to disappear from Ayana Sarista, um, and I'm going to zip through this yeah. wall because I'm a ghost. Right? Ghosts yes, can go so through you walls. Yes, you can do that. Um, and I'm going to have a quick sort of um, flash around the uh, the perimeter and see if there is try and do a little bit of scouting and see if there's a leader. Don't normally do a lot of scouting. It's a novelty. Yeah, no, this is pretty cool. You can actually be sneaky now. Why don't you give me a discern realities? This sounds like discern realities to me. Uh, don't forget to come back to Adam after this because he needs to make a decision. <laughs> oh, well, now that the, the spotlight's good. not on me, I can think of like 10 things I want to do, but you know no, how it is. I'm buying you time. No, 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 cleft up. That reality is totally discerned. Okay, so Percy. What do you want to ask from the discerning Oh yeah, right, list? okay. Well, what's about to happen here? Uh, well, I think I probably know that. What here is useful and valuable to me? Oh no, sorry, who's really in control here first? You can see these carved mute people carved skipping across the ground. And then a little further on, as you pass past the wall, because they can't see you either, obviously, there's something big stomping through, like bending trees and what you see coming towards you is some kind of somewhere between a toad and a newt it has a tail but it's wide bodied and squat it's perhaps 30 feet long and stands 10 or 15 feet at the shoulder and on its back you see a group of these newt people with big racks of weapons on its back and then it has these big kind of warty extrusions on its back. And it is pushing towards you okay. through the trees. What here is useful or valuable to me? You are moving through spirit as much as through the physical world. And what you see is that all these running, skittering creatures there's a strong spirit link to this beast that is walking behind them. 
it's almost like there's a thread linking them to it and you think that it's probably controlling them in some way okay um and what he's not what it appears to be two things that you notice one is that these weird kind of protuberances on its back these warty things you see one of the newt people on its back suddenly dive down and with an obsidian knife cut one open and pull another fully grown newt person out of its body Mm. and then they hand it a weapon and it leaps from the side and immediately starts running through the forest and the other thing you see is that there is a newt person kind of just crouched at its head kind of riding on it watching and you realize there's a disjoint because when you see it there it doesn't look different from the other new people but when you see it in spirit it looks as though it has gleaming plate armor and a shining spear in its hand and it's this strange superposition of the two hmm okay so i'm thinking about sort of ghost stories and traditionally what ghosts do and like there's this big old beast uh, so the, the guy that's sort of sat on top of it does he look like he's almost sort of piloting it in some way or is he just sat on the it's head it's hard to tell if he's piloting it or if he's part of it uh, okay or fine. if there's something else going on it, it's like the whole thing reeks of magic and yeah. it's not like magic that you've seen before okay well i'll see if i can do something so yeah. I'm thinking like traditionally sort of scary ghost stories like figure manifests and then there's a sort of rush of sort of white mist or light or whatever yeah. um, that sort of passes through you and it's uh, and that sort of causes a chill and is scary and things so I'm going to try yeah. and sort of manifest as my uh, as my own sort of former sort of previous paladin self as like a sort yeah. of glorious sort of fighter in um, fancy showplate with, um, with a big old sword in my hand um, in a sort of ethereal spiritual form and then I'm just going to kind of try and project myself at the face of this thing that seems to be controlling the the big old beast and just sort of wrap myself right. around his head and sort of whisper like weird, well presumably to him weird language, my own language um, I'll just recite some of uh, Tristan's lyrics um, into his ears so that it sounds like really sort of strange <laughs> and weird and goes cold um, and see if that can sort of freak him out enough to sort of distract what's going on uh, or whether something else happens. Yeah. But I want to have that sort of feeling of like, boof, like something has popped through me and then that sort of continuous um, going on around his, uh, his head. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, do you reckon this could be like ghost seer yeah in reverse that's like you're making them into a ghost seer but it's essentially essentially magically speaking it's a very similar process it yeah it'll be it's something ghosty isn't it it's trying to sort of play on the whole sort of ghosty thing uh what's ghost seer do um let me just click it uh, when you invoke your devotion by prayer or meditation you can interact with ghostly insubstantial extra planar entities well they are extra planar to me uh, including dealing yeah. damage to them if your devotion opposes them if they're possessing someone 
Um, though you can't necessarily deal with them separately. Yeah, I almost sort of want to sort of rush at him and almost sort of possess him for a moment, um, just to sort of get inside okay, his head and cool. mess with what it, mess with his thinking. But then sort of pop straight back out, so that he's like, "Shit, that's something I was not expecting uh, when we started this." Yeah, cool. So they have something new sort of deal. So as you you find your. Pl- this is a really weird situation you find yourself in because this is a mind that is not like any mind you have encountered it is far from human and it is obsessed with the relations between things in a very strange way it seems almost driven by organisation and by both ordering and disordering at the same time. So what what are you trying to make it feel or think or do? I, I just sort of want that... Um, that disorientation. That sort of, yeah, um, that hit uh, and... Harry Kondo. <laughs> yeah. um, that that sort of like something sort of weird and strange has uh, has happened, and they're very yeah disoriented. So I'm, I kind of want to jump into their mind and just start like if they're into building sort of like relations yeah. and things, I just want to start pulling levers and pulling things apart <laughs> or like closing doors that um, that otherwise are there open, just like mess things up for a moment or two, um, so that they get this uh, moment of just sort of spinning madness. Um, yeah okay that's that's cool what happens is you do this and for a moment it seems almost like the night that you saw this shining bright night isn't there at all it's just the newt man and you've almost disrupted this higher identity it had you see the creature pause and slow down and kind of look left and right and then it sort of stands a little taller and starts really speeding up because this was an intermediate success it starts speeding up towards the wall Adam, Alana Sarista has turned to you and says what do you think we should do? Uh. Defend this place or try and make our way to somewhere more secure? Well, do we have time? What about the tide of light? She says what? what? Is it far? Is it far to the location? Oh, the place we're going is still three days out. It will take us a while to get there, but there are some hills nearby. We might be able to fortify. It would still be a couple of hours forced march. Uh, ben, have I seen anything like this before? These nuked men? No, you have not. Fair enough. This is weird and different. Chaos magic. Uh... I curse under my breath, and I'll say, let's fall back to somewhere we can defend better than this. As you say that, you see the stone wall shudder. Then you see a, like, webbed claw appear at the top of it. Tristan, Mm. the group seemed to be falling back, but you can now feel that the larger creature you witnessed before is much closer. What are you doing? Oh, wait. <clears throat> is it the creature that's climbing up the wall or is there a different one that I sense? It is the creature that's climbing up the wall, yeah. Okay, so I want to basically... I'm going to kind of 
bring my hands together and I'm going to start to study the energy and the life force of this creature okay, cool. until I get its kind of musical so I, you know, I can see the notes swirling yeah. around its body until it's almost like it starts as a seed and it, it forms and then I see its bulk and then I see its legs form and I can see every tendril in a musical form and I'm just going to try and snip off its hands so it, basically I'm going to try and remould instead of these webbed hands I'm going to try and remould them into formless stumps, kind of de-evolving yeah. it. I'm going to just cut the notes right oh, there on. so it effectively can't climb the wall. I was about to cut off its hands. That is cool. That is pretty rad, rad use of music. So, I, I think we know what's Let's, coming. <laughs> I for... think it, those notes oh. must have been sharp. So, very oh. good. So this is music. I think it's more likely that they were intermediate success uh, I get plus one I got a plus one because you said we could have plus one going forward because Gwyn had distracted the creature <laughs> oh lies work I, in my favour I did not say that and it's recorded yeah but you were thinking it you know you were come on Ben I was not thinking it oh. it's an intermediate success but a high intermediate success Oh, great. <laughs> About as good as it can be and not be a full success. So, so, so close to being a full success. So, Tristan, what do you choose? There's a backlash, yeah. which leaves you unable to access the harmony until you've made camp, that you reveal an unwelcome nah. truth, or you draw unwelcome attention. <laughs> I'll take the, un the unwelcome attention this time, see if there's a higher power observing me, or some such. Okay, great. I love these. Dungeon World's the best system. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah, so it stumbles back and you hear a thump the other side of the wall and the rest of the group are starting to make for a brisk ordered retreat. You can feel an attention on you and as you reach out a little, you can feel something approaching you and through the wall comes this like phantom figure of a knight in shining armor and it is it appears to be able to see you it wears shining plate mail has gauntlets it doesn't have a knight's helm though it has almost like a crown and a metal helm that covers the sides of its head and it has no face at all and it starts to move towards you, raising this spear and driving it at you. Enigma, everyone's moves into an ordered retreat. So you're jogging through the woods now with the rest of this group, assuming you're not deciding to hang back. I will jog with them. Yes. So how are you going to assist in this retreat? assist in a retreat is anything coming towards us because the, is the stone wall still holding oh yeah these creatures the stone wall is holding but these creatures are moving through the trees and trying to keep up with you you're kind of staying maybe ahead of them at the moment but they seem relentless in their pursuit okay i'd i'd like to send out sorrow as a kind of scout so yeah. he's kind of ducking in and out of the trees and reporting back when one's getting too close so that I can just pick them off. Brilliant. Yeah, that's that's very cool. And just check they're not coming round. Yeah. Um, so 
you have sorrow swooping and gliding behind and doing that like doing little dives and then like flying up doing that cackling call and whenever you hear yeah, that... Yeah, we've worked out a kind of code of cackles between yeah, us Yeah, that kind of type so, magpie call. Yeah, that happened in the spin-off. You know exactly where to shoot. So the others will hear the bird behind them and Enigma will spin and take a shot and you'll see a newt creature tumble to the floor. And Sorrow is swooping and arching through the air behind and holding them back. So, Adam, you're on this brisk retreat, and as you're running, so it's not like you're sprinting, it's like a kind of forced march type jog, so, and these, this group are very hardened. These are troops that have been through a lot of combat. You can see that just in the way they carry themselves, the way they instinctively obey the chain of command. They know what they're doing, and this bank that you've got onto seems to travel ahead fairly straight and it's reasonably solid underfoot. You suspect it might be an old road. Mm. As you're running, you're next to Merope, right? Oh yeah, I stick close to Merope. Yeah, and she says, so why did you just manifest? Can you just tell me what's going on? I'd really love to, my lady, but I don't know if we've got time. (laughs) (laughs) luckily we can do a cutscene she says well I think we're going to be running for a little while (laughs) the tide of light the the sky singers that knowledge has been lost and we've come to what what is the tide of light this ritual that you're about to do it it, in in ages to come it's referred to as the tide of light so it will work only if we do it she kind of smiles, kind of does a little head shake and laughs, and she's like, this is brilliant news. We can actually do it. And, and you're, you think it works? You're sure it works? From what I've been told, I'm like, where the hell is Percy? <laughs> <laughs> Percy, you've kind of flown through this thing and broken it up a little and in doing that you were also briefly a little bit broken up you felt like you became less solid Hmm. and then you kind of recovered yourself so the creature has tried to make its way over the wall and then suddenly stumbled back if there's one thing percy's good at it's defending walls yeah (laughs) no one's getting near his ice cream we're uh, gonna fall back to to the wall um and sort of yeah manifest in that sort of same form i kind of want to do that um uh i want to be able to sort of get it in there on like like stimulus response sort of thing uh that like you see like a big burning paladin in front of you then like weird shit's gonna happen (laughs) so um, i will manifest briefly on top of the wall as you manifest on the wall you see that tristan is behind you and that the knight Although you can see this newt creature riding the giant beast, Hmm. the knight appears to have just passed through the wall and is approaching Tristan with its spear up. Okay, I'll I'll call down to the knight. I'm like, yoo-hoo! See if it it, uh, responds at all. (laughs) 
Cooey. Its, its head turns 180 degrees. Oh, wow. It's incredibly fast. I'll point down at him and I'm like, I can see you. And if I can see you, you're not from here either. And with that, I'll try to banish him. Oh, <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> okay, give me a banish roll. If it lacks an anchor in this world, it must return from whence it came. Bitches. Boom. Percy is coming through with with some sweet moves, frankly. I wasn't expecting this, and I like it. Mm. Yeah, this blank, faceless visage just remains pointed at you, and then the armour just flies apart, and each part diminishes into nothing. There's just a moment of, moment of light, and it's gone. Tristan, the knight that was assailing you has yep. just been absolutely exploded by Percy. I did, oh, I thought I did it. <laughs> I'm going to give Percy a solid salute, a magical salute. Good work. I'll give him a slow nod for that. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so you are now at this wall. I'm at the wall and there's no more baddies. There's still a creature trying to break through the wall. There's still many of its, like, newt people pursuing through the forest. It's kind of stumbling behind the wall and then you hear it scatter down the side and sort of start lolloping after through the trees. So it's kind of moving alongside the wall. Um, what are you going to do? Part of me wanted to kind of just nonchalantly blink it out of existence, but I feel that's not going to happen. So the dudes are all running away. Um, we're being pursued by a big crazy beast. Yes. I think what I might do is try and because I feel like we're sort of we're not our own usual weight so I reckon I'm going to start taking a, a lolloping gate, leap up onto the top of the wall, run yeah. along the wall, jump in the air forming a one of my custom green sort of... I'm going to um, interpret this correctly so I'm going to like jump up for like a chest bump. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in the bump, I actually, with my force, I catch Percy, and the two of us go flying through the air. Percy bringing his sword down, and me bringing this kind of, you know, the swords that look kind of like they go, like I don't know how to describe them. They, they, like, they look they've got like a curve. falchion, maybe, but they've got a good sort of an elven curved blade. And oh, then, yeah, as know. I knock into him, you see Percy and me. Whoa, slow-mo, Percy bringing his sword down, <laughs> me with my sword reversed, so I'm jigging it down, and we're going to land on the back of the beast, one of us severing the spine, the other one of the beast, and the other one severing the spine of the person controlling the beast. Okay. And we're going to, as we land, we're like, BEST FRIENDS! <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll Shadow Blade. Best friends! <laughs> oh. Okay, so Tristan manifests his blade, and Percy <laughs> comes down with the essence of the sword, Kalanoia. Yeah. In this weird. Uh, so Percy, why don't you give you give me a hack and slash? Well, can I give do an assist for Tristan? It feels more like an assist, doesn't it? Than a. This feels like an assist. They are yeah, best no. friends. <laughs> yeah, this is the power of best friends. I think this will do it. I think this does it. Care bester. Yeah, I was going to say I don't like having to manifest. I think what you do is you you create this blade. As you plunge the blade into the creature, it stumbles again. And you see it stagger 
and then kind of twist and then slowly keel over. And from its sides, on these like big pustules, you see more of the new people start climbing out. Another Mr. Lizard. But Percy, they don't seem to have that same connection. And you see the connection between them seems to have been severed as this creature slowly falls and its eyes dull. Nice. It seems as though the connection that drives them is gone. And the ones that emerge immediately turn and start eating the body of their creator. I start taking handfuls and eating it as well. <laughs> I want to I want to fit in with this community and I'm just gorging and there's You can't. It's it, it's solid. It's oh, solid no. and you're not solid. So uh, you're like your hands just go right through it. You're like this is rubbish. As as, as Tristan reaches forward, I'll I'll just sort of grab and no no no. no. Oh, we, we, we okay, okay. <laughs> we, we well, I didn't want to seem rude, you know. I, I, I know, but... <laughs> I'll give them a high five, a best friend high five, the most special high five there is. They, they have their ways, we have ours. Let's look to it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Team Solid... Yeah! Uh, team Hardbody. We call uh, them up Team Nitsack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, team, team Hardbody are... I don't think that's better. ...reasonable distance ahead. <laughs> Um, whereas the soft boys <laughs> are still back at the wall, which is disappointed into sight. <laughs> so as as we leave, you're jogging along, and it seems like the sound of pursuit is slowing down, while the uh, soft boys perform multiple <laughs> high fives over this yeah. defeated monster. <laughs> and I think just we'll probably leave it there for this week. <laughs> just constantly just high fiving. <laughs> Watching all the enemies run past us to chase you, and we're like, Psh, we got one of them! Bam, 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 bam! So many high fives! Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, the game in which, although we're not playing Fiasco, we're more than capable of creating a fast. <laughs> uh, fast, fast, Creating a what? <laughs> a fast. A That's the point of Fiasco. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. Oh, God. Oh. So, uh, yeah. you know. I did tell Quinn, look, I look like I've got no body. <laughs> You're just a square. <laughs> Just you look like a Minecraft character. I got little tiny hands. Thumbs up, guns up. Hang on, wait a minute. Screenshot. It's a, it's oh, do it again. Radio, it was the screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There we go. Hold on. Still fell into screenshot. <laughs> okay, screenshotted. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to pretend I'd frozen, but it was pointless. We've only got an hour. Okay, rock and roll. What do you do? I'm just getting some beer. <laughs> we get some I'll beer. Get some beer uh, I'm get some beer too then. Oh, I haven't got any beer. Team I... Dog Ghost is on the case. Ghost beers. So, around this point, a 
flight of, <laughs> a flight of arrows. Don't do that. Goodness sake. Every time I try and look at someone's moves, I accidentally roll the dice yeah. on it. <laughs> um, bank of some kind. Um, Halifax. <laughs> no. No, that's like once every 76 years the comet goes past. Um, <laughs> that's that's like a meta wow. meta pun. Bank um, bank. Oh, Alison. Ali, I I come up with what I feel is quite a sophisticated pun, and there's Ali with that. I thought I'd deflect. Like, yeah, good job. It, there was no awkwardness um, when it felt like you had to explain it, so I, you know, <laughs> took the hit. Why do I always feel like I've been put on the spot? That's the fun! Because that's literally the whole thing I do, is put people on the spot. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm a terrible player. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> no, and literally whatever you say is what will happen. You have the power to create worlds. Don't think about what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say a thing, and if everyone goes... Uh... go, No, I was joking! <laughs> that's how I've coped with it for the last five yeah. years. <laughs> I mean, me and Enigma are hardly the you most... You don't even have to, have to listen to yeah. what's happening that way, so... So I just noticed in the details of this move, you've written 2,000 <laughs> comments. Yeah. Like, you just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't know that was before. That's where I store my money. I'm, I'm savvy. I'm hiding my spells. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Or is that how much it costs to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, empty your pockets. I'm like... Um, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Well, how much money you make every time you do it. That yeah, it's just better. a reminder to Ben yeah. give you 2,000 gold every time you cast the spell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like having to manifest. I think what you do is you, you create this blade and you plunge it in. That. And <laughs> yeah. And so Team Ghost yeah. Squad are able to follow can the I just, bristly Can I just try one jogging. thing? Can I, can I try flying? I've just kind of assumed kind of, that I can fly because that's what ghosts yeah, do, sure. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leap up with the intention of flying. Just jump into what mist happens? form. You could probably go down through yeah, the earth just and see what you know, the different strata look like. I feel like, if anything, we should now um, very slowly pick through all of the fallen on the battlefield to... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do we check say I can properly. fly then? Or like... You can kind of drift through <gasps> the air. Yeah, Ooh. you are a ghost, so you can drift through oh, the air. I'm but... scaring Adam and Enigma with my scary footless <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've just seen you do all and that so... stuff. It wasn't uh, that. Is it just you doing the running, <laughs> well, man? You or... didn't see <laughs> that. Cause... Yeah. You... With so, my feet so on, on the floor, can... I'm like, look at this. <laughs> look what I can do. 